0: hello 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 (laughs) and welcome to the way family podcast (laughs) go crazy The last couple years, I have been collecting quotes on my notes app on my phone of (laughs) stuff that Hannah has said. Just the most profound (laughs) things Hannah has said. Number one, I haven't eaten for four and a half hours, so don't call me an eager beaver, you (laughs) nugget butt. (laughs) Hannah quote, Wow, you're really good at making anime eyes. Such a nice compliment Hannah Thank you Your beard is like the crunchy part of Velcro And my hair is like the soft part
1: That is a really good analogy that is also
0: very nice Hannah Thank you What if she is a vampire She has really pretty eyes So she could be
1: I um, Valid Valid argument <laughs> I don't know if I could read that. <laughs> Uh-oh.
0: I'm just going to skip that one.
1: No. Why?
0: <laughs> the white one is on sale? Of course. <laughs> of course they just want you to poop all over it. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why don't you put a beard on a stick and scratch your own back because <laughs> it's so scratchy? <laughs> Scary. Get out of here, you sneaky cherubim. <laughs>
1: What were these situations?
0: Um, <laughs> Facebook is just for trolling. Deleting my Facebook was the best thing ever. Facebook was full. <laughs> I shouldn't read this one either. Oh, <laughs> um, These blankets are encapsulating me.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Use your blinker. Stop. <laughs> don't, no, don't do that one. <laughs> okay.
1: Anyways. Uh, moving on.
0: Anna how's your week been?
1: This week was it was like good and then stressful and then good is like good with stressful and like exhausting things mixed in. Plus we were all kind of sick so that was even more exhausting but um we got to go into the mountains and me and Forrest planted a garden which I'll talk about later. It's in my favorite things section also and um uh yeah we got to see the sunset last night in the mountains and that was really fun and a lot of pretty
0: flowers for yes you.
1: so many pretty flowers and for anytime forest sees a flower now he will just like pick it and crush it and bring it to me <laughs> he like picks it and he's like i have Mama? trained him to yeah do that. zach trained except me. the
0: crushing part that well that
1: just happens when he that picks was not it. me yeah but ever since he was like three months old i remember i have a picture of him giving me the first flower but he didn't he was just holding it and then zach like moved his arm towards me <laughs> But it was, ever since then, he's always given me flowers, and I love it. Um, So, yeah. How was your week?
0: My week was busy and also stressful. I still am not done being sick.
1: Yeah. But well, also good. So I, I'm good. I feel
0: good. I don't feel sick. I just have the sniffles and a cough and sore throat in the morning. Yeah. Every single morning. Yeah. So... That was kind of a bummer, but work was busy, and then w- I'm trying to get, like, the garage organized, but then we also keep moving stuff in t- from our room into the garage, because we're trying to, like, organize our rooms, so that's just, yeah. it's stressful for me. I'm trying to relax, but I'm a little, like, OCD, and just want everything to be clean and moved into our new house, but... Um, well, and
1: we don't really have, like, place to put all this stuff to. We're trying to figure out, like, shelving and, like... If we need to get a dresser, or you know, that yeah, stuff we had this too. big
0: closet with all of Hannah's yarn in it, and then now we don't, we don't have that big closet, and so yeah. all of our
1: it was basically only a yarn closet. We did not have that luxury here.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's just a little, it's a little dis- difficult for me because I can't like, I find it very difficult to relax because everything's messy. And then I'm just like, oh, I got to clean. I got to do this. I got to organize this. And I can't just, like, relax. Mm-hmm. That kind of bothers you, huh?
1: Well, because it doesn't... Because that doesn't bother me. Is like if... Like, the boxes in the corner, like, I obviously want to get them unpacked. But it's not, like, how it is for you. I could do other things and be fine with the boxes. But it's, like, just stressful for you. And then you're always doing something. And I'm like, okay, I've had a long day with Forest. I would just like to relax. So can you just relax and then you're like nope.
0: No, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I've had a long day too. I've had a long day at work. Yeah. And uh I don't want to go into our room until it's time to sleep because I don't want to see everything here.
1: Yeah. So yes, that does annoy me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we'll get it figured out eventually. Yeah, we
1: have we are we have a time time set. We set a time to have it done by
0: yeah, it's a bummer. I think if I cared less about simplicity and minimalism, then I wouldn't be as, um, not stressed out, but the opposite of relaxed. Tense. hmm. In, you know, situations like this. And I don't mean to complain about it or whatever, but it's just like, eh, it's hard to relax.
1: It's not complaining, it's just talking about stuff. Yeah. Um,. Okay, so we're going to talk about selfishness.
0: We were talking about social media, identity, millennials, politics.
1: And we were talking about, um, like, we were talking about, uh, like, our relationship, too. Yes. Yeah. We're talking about a lot of stuff, and that somehow led to selfishness.
0: Yeah, so the topic of the day is selfishness. Here we go. I believe that... uh the culture that we live in has been permeated by selfishness. Mm-hmm. When I think of like the older generations, yeah, they're selfish. Granted, the baby boomer generation, way selfish. Oh boy. But um, I think that our generation, we're at we're not aware at all of how selfish we are.
1: <laughs> the idea of selfishness has permeated basically every part of well
0: and now culture it's, it's viewed as like a, a good thing a good thing mm-hmm. right
1: well I to part of that like the whole self-care thing like I, I understand that to a point and I think that is important obviously to take care of yourself and whatever but it's like really a praised uh, thing to like be selfish it's like oh look at that person they're taking care of themselves they're doing self-care and it's not just like the regular like self-care stuff like take care of yourself like relax every once in a while take a shower or whatever it's like beyond that and it's it's like a praised thing to do that right and i'm i'm worrying that we're going to come across the wrong way like we think taking care of yourself is selfish and like don't do that no but no, no it's not I, what we're saying
0: well um like broken people They break others. Hurt people hurt others. Mm -hmm. Um, Like people who are free free others. People who are sad make other people sad. So there's got to be some sort of line where you deal with yourself first. Like you can't help others if you're just a, you know, completely stuck in your own rut. And there's no way of you getting out of it. Mm -hmm. So I understand that. But a lot of times... People never get past the help themselves part and they just continue like ignoring other people's needs and wants and desires. And
1: And the way like your actions can affect somebody else. Right. Yeah, completely like it's like almost like who cares? Just do what you want. Be you. It doesn't matter about anybody else.
0: There's got to be some sort of line and I think that our culture, I'm speaking about American millennials. <laughs> Our culture is on like a pretty dangerous path. And I think that like the the like way back in the day, the coal miner would look at us and just think we're a bunch of stuck up, mm-hmm. selfish, snotty little brats who had, were not raised right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because when he woke up in the morning, he wasn't thinking about himself he was thinking, like, I've got to go to work. I've got to provide for my family. And that, you know, made him feel like he was doing something worthwhile. And now it's not like it used to be. And I'm not saying that's because of selfishness. Maybe that's because of a good thing. Maybe it's because of a bad thing. But our culture has changed a lot. And a lot of the change, I think, involves selfishness. And I think this affects four areas of our life. In particular, that I we kind of want to touch on. I'm real cynical, so <laughs> I am. I just am. Yeah, if I, you know. What, uh, I know. I know. I'm just telling the listeners. Mm-hmm. So I think about this a lot, um, and I'm a millennial, so I'm naturally prone to complain about things. Right? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Kind of. Actually, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> that is true.
1: We it's our generation. We fully take we take it.
0: We see our generation, the millennials. We see. The negative stuff in stuff, <laughs> the negative stuff in stuff, and you can quote me on good, that. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a lot of times we just see the negative side of something and we completely diss it and then distance ourselves from it instead of seeking to find a solution to the problem. So, I am cynical. I am critical, but I am trying to find some sort of solution. But in order to find a solution, we must identify the problem, right? Yes,
1: which is where you come in. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) That's where I come in. (laughs) No,
0: no, but really, (laughs) when we were on our road trip back from San Francisco, we were talking in the car, and I don't know how we got on this topic, Mm -hmm. but I brought up selfishness and told Hannah that I think that everyone is selfish all of the time
1: and everyone everything that anyone can do has at least part of a selfish motive
0: there's no selfless motive yeah that's what i told her there's no selfless act right right
1: yeah even though it may seem selfless like we were talking about like getting dressed in the morning he was like so why well
0: hannah didn't agree with me at first Yes, I did. Oh, you did?
1: Yeah, I did. And then you explained it more and I was like, I get it even more. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So he said, like, think about why, when you get dressed in the morning, like, what do you, like, what makes you pick out which clothes you wear? Like, why do you dress the way you do? Why do you care about your clothes at all? And like, just what, getting dressed in the morning, the simple act of getting dressed in the morning. And then I was like, uh, well, I don't want to be in yoga pants all day i would like selfish to look nice
0: selfish No, go on
1: uh, oh really okay yeah. um
0: selfish uh, <laughs> that's
1: so funny <laughs> um <laughs> so uh are you mocking me yeah <laughs> now i lost my train of thought um <clears throat> wear yoga pan. so like, don't want to wear yoga pants so over. part of it is like i don't like after talking a little bit i was like well i guess part of it is i just don't want to like fall into like typical mom stereotype like frumpy like only has her hair up all the time never does her makeup you know and that that is totally selfish of me because like who cares like no one else cares why do I care and that's like I didn't think of it like that like getting dressed in the morning is yeah that is I guess selfish because who am I doing it for really if it's to look good so oh this is the other thing we're saying so like when Forrest was really, really little, I used to always like when it was like really actually hard for me to like get dressed and then put on makeup and like, you know, be presentable. I always tried to do that before Zach got home. So, and he was like, well, why? And I was like, well, I wanted to look nice for you. And he's like, but part of it was you wanted to feel good when I came home that you were looking nice, you know? And I was like, yeah, that is actually true. Like I thought it was like, I don't want to be frumpy and whatever for Zach. Like I wanted to look nice so he can see, I put in an effort to look nice for him. But it was also like for me too, mostly probably.
0: Yeah. And for me too, I am not above this. I am probably the most selfish person ever, but I recognize and acknowledge the selfishness in my life. And it kind of bums me out sometimes. Mm -hmm. So like, I'll try, t- same thing as Hannah. I don't want to be a boring mom. And so <laughs> I stopped wearing my yoga pants. Stop. And, no, I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a boring dad. And I don't want to, you know, have, I don't want to be, yeah, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to turn into a boring adult all of a sudden. So mm-hmm. I want to be a little trendy, right? Yeah. And I tell myself that it's not for others. Mm-hmm. Like you don't care yeah i don't care what others think so i'm just gonna be trendy the shoulder shimmy i wish you
1: could see the shoulder shimmy he's doing right now (laughs) i'm doing a shoulder shimmy,
0: (laughs) but i do care what other people think about me no matter how much i say that i don't Mm -hmm. even if i was super like i have long hair and a beard and a nose ring i'm just a mean looking (laughs) dude Like, people are scared of me in parking lots at (laughs) night. They pull out their phone and pretend to be talking (laughs) to people. Not kidding. That happens. But...
1: it's sad. You're so cute.
0: (laughs) I also, like, part of me wants people to think, like, oh, that guy just must not care what anyone thinks about him because he's so, like, I don't know, edgy or Mm -hmm. not, I don't know. And that's selfish, too, because I want... To I want for people to think that I don't care what they think. Mm -hmm. And when I'm dressing up to be trendy, it's for myself. Like Mm -hmm. I want to feel good about myself. And I'm not saying that being selfish is like the worst thing ever. Mm -hmm. I just think that a lot of times we don't recognize that most of our motives, all of our motives... Maybe are selfish.
1: selfish. Well, cause it's part of it is like how you want to feel yourself. And part of it is how you want to look to other people, not just getting dressed. I mean like basically everything we do. So like we were talking about charitable acts. Like let's say somebody donates like $25 million to a charity and he does it like anonymously. So like nobody knows where this money came from and he doesn't tell anybody. Let's say it's just like, no one knows where this came from. Not even the charity, $25 million goes to this charity and this guy like so that you'd say that's totally selfless there, no one will even know but he will know and he will be like okay i've done my good deed i feel good about myself now you know right. so that's like even though that is all like 25 million dollars that's huge it's a great but this thing charity it's still like that's still a selfish part of it like you do it to feel good about yourself you know
0: yeah and what i'm saying what i'm not saying is that good results cannot come from a selfish motive mm-hmm. i i think that you know selfish motives are at the heart of kind of everything and even if
1: like you don't really recognize it even if you don't really especially recognize if it. you don't recognize but
0: it. good things can still come out of that
1: mm-hmm. and they do all the time but
0: i don't think that's because of the selfishness yeah you know?
1: it's in spite of it
0: so there's a couple areas where i think that this selfishness has kind of totally permeated our culture and what's the first one
1: Um, Millennials, but we kind of already talked about that. Oh,
0: millennials. So, millennials, a lot of us were told as we're growing up that we're the special little snowflake and we can do anything and be anything if we set our mind to it and we're supported 100% behind that. Mm -hmm. When my parents asked me what I wanted to be, I was like, everything. Duh. I want to be a garbage man. (laughs) I want to be a baseball player. I want to be a musician. A bum. I want to be a bum. I want to be a... uh, hitchhiker i want to be a firefighter driver (laughs) i want to be an army man i want to be in the marines and they're like well you can do it if you want to (laughs) you
1: set your mind to it
0: and it's like well yeah i mean that's a great encouraging thing to hear but i think that as a kid i believed and as i grew up i realized i i it's impossible to do all of those things Mm -hmm. but i think that a lot of people our age have grown up with the idea that they can do anything they want and they can be anything they want if they just try hard enough and they're the most special and unique little snowflake in the world.
1: And the fact that, that they think they're we, I'm saying we because right. we are millennials, we're, we're we millennials. feel we're we included are owed in this. something. Like we are always owed something from society, from other people when we are not owed anything really.
0: Right. I am going to sound really harsh right now. So if your feelings are hurt very easily, <laughs> you might want to turn this your ears. Off. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that we don't deserve anything. And the, the idea that we deserve things or the idea that the world owes us something is kind of preposterous to me
1: and really selfish.
0: Yeah. And really selfish. Like, dude, the world was here first. It doesn't owe (laughs) you anything. Okay. Yeah. I think Mark Twain said that, but he didn't say dude.
1: (laughs) Oh, totally thought he did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think that we have a lot of ideas and the list of um, things that we should be owed keeps growing. Yeah. I think it's maybe like quadrupled or like What's a, what's, what's a double times quadruple?
1: Eight.
0: Quin. Oct. Octupled. Oh. I think it's octupled. The amount of things the world owes us now has octupled. Oh my. For the millennials. That we think they owe us. That we think that they owe us. Yeah. And so that's a big part of it. And like I said, I think that selfishness in millennials has grown a lot.
1: Kyoko Escamilla says this your 20s are your selfish years it's a decade to immerse yourself in every single thing possible be selfish with your time and all the aspects of you tinker with <laughs> travel explore love a lot love a little and never touch the ground and that is like i found that on tumblr and it had like a billion people are reblogging this and then somebody 1. reblogged 3 billion. it and said no uh this person said, absolutely not. This is ridiculous. This is what society preaches. Your 20s should be the years you give yourself to others and learn how to be a selfless adult, caring about people and showing it. These are the years to get in the groove of sharing your life and the love in it with those surrounding you. Stop listening to the lies society tells you because all it is doing is creating selfish people. And that is true. That I agree with that so much. It's very, it's like, this is your time. Who cares? Don't care about other people. And that is definitely a millennial Trend. It's it's a very yeah. It's trendy. a trend.
0: It is. V- I mean, I'm sure that existed in every generation before us, but is very very popular in mm-hmm. our generation.
1: And like the other people were blogging it that like reblogged it from that girl were like, who are you to tell me how to live my life? Like, do you, uh, you can't tell me anything. You don't know me. And like, people are just getting so mad that this girl was saying, Hey, maybe we shouldn't just only care about ourselves, you know? And they were like getting really mad about it. Like, okay, this is stupid. <laughs> right. So
0: yeah. People getting offended more and more. Will... That's a millennial thing too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I would say that's due to the rise of selfishness. People get offended more and more because of the selfishness culture that we live in, or the selfish culture that we Mm -hmm. live in. I don't say things very smart. (laughs) I'm not very smart at all. You are smart. Stop. You are. The other area that I think that selfishness has affected our culture is politics. Boom. I said that word (coughs) on this podcast. So, I'm sorry. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. Selfishness has invaded our politics on both sides of the party, both the right and the left. Selfishness has invaded the conservative and Republican side because they don't seem to care about others and want to hold on to their money for themselves, right? That's what the left would say.
1: That's the perception. Yes.
0: Okay. The left is also selfish in the sense that they think that they are owed so many things by the government Mm -hmm. and that other people should pay for these things. Right? Yes. That is what the right would say.
1: That's the perception. Yes. (laughs) I'm not saying anything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You don't know where I stand. Well, you do, but they don't.
0: I'm a libertarian, so I can legitimately tear down both of these parties. I think the Republicans and the Democrats are both screwing over this country and completely <laughs> selfish. So take that, everyone.
1: <laughs> yep. Okay. That's but, the perception. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you.
0: <laughs> no, but I would say that um, we vote a certain way because we want people to think of us a certain way also Mm -hmm. and we post things on Facebook because we want for people to say see that we align our values with this person and Mm -hmm. look how much we care about people or look how much we care about the constitution or look how many people I want to go to college for free (laughs) look how great of a human being I am I'm just giving everything away for free or I'm gonna preserve the gun rights of every American citizen by sharing this Facebook photo. (laughs) It's like, okay, come on.
1: And when you think about it, like political stuff online seriously has no effect on people. I feel like like political stuff on social media, like on Facebook, if someone shares an article and I read it, it's not going to change my political views. You know, like that's another thing I don't get. Like what do you think sharing that photo of like the gun rights is going to change a super liberal person to be for gun rights? Like, I don't think so. That, that is another thing that just like makes me mad about politics. Just like, you're not going to change someone. Okay, go on.
0: You can change someone.
1: I don't think through Facebook.
0: I was a liberal once. Then I was a conservative, and now I'm firmly a libertarian. I was
1: very liberal before also, and now who knows?
0: So what I'm saying is if you're on either side of the party lines, you can send me hate mail now. (laughs) He welcomes it. But selfishness has completely invaded our political party system and the way that we view politics and Mm -hmm. the way that we like subscribe to one party over the other because we want everyone to know how much we care about others or we're completely so self-absorbed that we don't care about others Mm -hmm. at all that's the perception the next way that... We'll
1: get into that more later, but we're not going to talk more about politics. Yeah, I'll
0: have some stuff. of my friends on there, and I'll give you yeah. guys a trigger warning so you can cry about it beforehand. Oh, my gosh. Um, what's the next area that... <laughs> social media. Social kinda media. Kind of goes along with that. Selfishness has invaded our social media. How, Han? You, you're not talking very often. Uh, this well, is your podcast, too. I yeah. don't want to feel like the major... Okay, let me talk. <laughs>
1: Um, yes. Social media. I think that I don't think that there is an unselfish motive, especially on social media. Like the reason that you post anything is to bring attention to yourself or to your photos or to you, you know, like that is, that is what you do on social media. Like even if you're sharing about someone else, it's like, look how much I care about this person enough to share on my social media, you know? So that's the tricky thing too. It's just like, it's a part of our culture now everybody has social media and i mean i'm i love the social medias and most people do yeah so,
0: i mean we have a podcast and a blog and an instagram and a twitter and a facebook we yeah we are just like, as guilty of uh, everything of this as everyone else so I don't think we're like sitting on our
1: yeah we're not sitting on our high horse thrones. and looking down oh high at everyone. <laughs> on <our> Thrones <laughs> on our thrones well <laughs> we are sitting on thrones but no i'm just kidding um,
0: there's levels of selfishness though
1: yeah well what we were talking about in the car is like how um how what you post is like what you want other, other people to, think, people about to you. think about you it's not necessarily the truth so that's like a an aspect of selfishness is like a little bit of like fudging the truth and being like look how good i am you know, even if you're like one of those people that is like really vulnerable and like really whatever, it's like, look how vulnerable and real I'm being, you know, it's like even bringing more attention to that fact. So that's a tricky line to walk. Yeah, yeah,
0: it is. And I would say that social media and the digital age that we live in has only furthered selfishness. Yeah, that's part of the reason why the millennials, I think, would are the most selfish generation ever.
1: Yeah. It's very easy to get self-absorbed when you have all these social medias that are all about you.
0: Right. It's all about you. And I mean, you could way back in the day, I can't even imagine it, you know, like I can't Mm -hmm. imagine it because I don't, I have a bad memory granted, but I can't remember when I could not go online. I can't remember what life was like before. (laughs) Myspace. <laughs> and I had my top eight. You oh,
1: know? yeah. The good old days. But... But s- that's what really started it. Social my media
0: space. has encouraged selfishness mm-hmm. and promoted selfishness. Yeah. And I think that that's really dangerous because... It's like a snowball rolling down a mountain. It just gets bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. And the more self-absorbed and self-centered and selfish you become.
1: It's easier to be like that even more. Right. But that's not to say that good can't come out of it. Because good good does come out of social media. Right. For you know?
0: instance, if on social media you remember the ice bucket challenge. I think a lot of the reason people did the ice bucket challenge. Now this is my cynical side talking. <laughs> which is me all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> but when everyone did the ice bucket challenge, you had two types of people, those who did it and those who just who complained it. about it all the time. Haters going to hate. And they're like, we're in a drought, California. Yeah. And then they're Come posting on. things I about like, me.
1: what were they saying? They're like, pour this over your head to bring awareness about the drought or something. Someone else made another thing like that. I don't know. Well, people were being turds about it. Yeah. But I'll who cares? It brought awareness and money to that. ALS Foundation or whatever Yeah, it was. I didn't even
0: know what it was for a while, but yeah, I figured I it care. out. I mean, everyone knows how to use Google, so it's not that difficult. But you had the people doing the Ice Bucket Challenge, and then you had the people complaining about the people doing the Ice Bucket yeah. Challenge and saying that they're only doing it because they want other people to see them, mm-hmm. or they're only doing it for some stupid reason, they're not raising money or whatever. Both of those people were completely selfish, and I'll tell yeah. you why. The people doing the ice bucket challenge, they could have just donated money. Yeah, but they're no, doing it they to had to do a video. To. But <laughs> I also had friends who were complaining about people who did the ice bucket challenge, and they're like, "Look at these people! Mm-hmm. I can't believe that you would waste that much ice, and you poor d- ice." <laughs> oh, yeah, like you're destroying. <laughs> Hashtag like, save the ice. Okay, do you not know how the <laughs> ecosystem, like do you not know, oh, God, I was just got <laughs> so frustrated with them, but they were posting to let everyone know how much they cared about the drought and the other people were posting to let everyone know how much they cared about ALS and also so people would watch their video mm-hmm. and they'd get likes and things like that. So a good came out of that. Mm -hmm. selfish motives were involved
1: yeah but in like for there's the side of like keeping in touch with people and then also like meeting people that you never would have met before there's lots of like little good things that can come out of it and it's hard to like so how do i use my social media in a way that's not completely selfish like that's something that i genuinely struggle with like i but it's so hard because, like, part of it is, like, I want to share my life. I want to remember, like, these certain things. I want to, like, encourage people with this little paragraph I'm about to write. Or, like, you know, it's stuff like that where I'm trying to find good ways. But then it's also, like, but it's my Instagram. I just want to share what I want to share, you know? So it's just, like, a – it's a weird – Yeah, but there's something thing.
0: that you get from sharing a photo and a nice caption. Yeah. It's like, well, even if you're encouraging others, like that's great. That's a good thing. Yeah. Right.
1: But that's like a selfish thing partially too. Yeah. Yeah. Basically everything is, it so goes to show.
0: What's the last one?
1: Um, identity.
0: Yeah. Selfishness has affected the way that we form our identities and the way that we hold on to our identities, right? Yeah. How has it affected the way that we form our identities? Well, we'll talk more with our professor Lem about that in the future.
1: Like in regards to social media? Yeah, social
0: media and selfishness. Yeah, The rise of the digital age and being completely focused on Mm -hmm. you and your brand and Mm -hmm. your interests and the majority of your... Well, I won't say the majority, but a lot of your identity being online Mm -hmm. rather than attached to you.
1: Yeah, so this is like everybody in general. (laughs) Selfishness
0: has also invaded the way that our identity forms and now I'd say a lot of that is online.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And that's our identity is based on the opinions of others via social media. Yeah. And I would say that with the next generation, it's going to be even more so. So I think that this is a conversation that's well worth having right now. Yeah. Because if selfishness is permeating our culture and the way that we form our identities, what's it going to be like in the next generation?
1: Yeah. Like what we, we the selfish millennials, have to teach to our kids. Yeah. And there's something to be said about kids Noticing and learning from what they see rather than what you tell them, you know? Like they, like Forrest will pick up stuff that we do and we didn't teach him that. It's just like he's watched us doing stuff like even just like on our phones you know how he like knows how to scroll like with his thumb yeah he he knows
0: he just double tapped one of the photos on my instagram feed
1: yeah and he knows that like when you see the numbers for the passcode he knows that like you're supposed to like put in like push the number buttons so it's like we did not teach him that he saw he noticed that so that's like another thing like leading by example not just by what you say so like how are we as the millennials gonna help the next generation not be so selfish or at least not be more Selfish than us, you know. Uh,
0: right, and I don't think now. we're ever going to fight off selfishness completely. I don't think that there's a selfless human being out there. Even Mother Teresa. Sorry, Mother Teresa. Oh my love gosh! <laughs>
2: gosh.
1: I, like, took me by surprise.
0: I I love Mother Teresa, but what I'm saying <laughs> is, we're not going to cure selfishness. Yeah. Okay. The millennials are not going to cure selfishness. Everyone's going to be selfish until the end of time, until the last person on earth takes their last breath. Yeah. It's in our nature. What we can focus on is trying to be selfless Mm -hmm. or being aware of our selfish motives. Yeah. Stop being (laughs) selfish. Stop thinking about what other people think about you. Yeah. I think that there's a way that we can at least admit our selfishness and move past that because the first step (laughs) to solving a problem is admitting that there (laughs) is one and the heart of the problem is the problem of the heart.
1: Okay. And mic drop. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Yeah. So that's going to be it for that for now.
0: If you have any ideas or questions or thoughts on that, send us a message the no more hate mail we're tired of it
1: you just said that people can send you hate mail because of only
0: political hate mail
1: yeah we got some rude messages this week okay so we're going to answer a couple questions just real quick uh the first one do you guys still plan on doing the pacific coast trail or john muir trail with Forrest? i think that would be killer Plus, you guys love showing him the world and all. I just met a lady last week who did the Continental Divide with her toddler and dog and husband, and I think you guys could do it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I would love to. We
1: really want to do that. That we're still trying to figure out backpacking with him, uh, because it seems very—it's very daunting because of like carrying him. And I know all that. we can
0: do it. We just haven't had like a free weekend, and I don't want yeah. to just do an overnight trip because doing an overnight trip with a yeah. baby is just like a lot of it's work so much work and for one night and then, especially
1: if we're backpacking and be a lot and then you work. come
0: back and you're like oh man that was i'm, I'm sure it would be fun you know whatever <laughs> it would be fun but yeah. i want to have a whole weekend and because i work on sundays i really just can't do it yet so yeah i think eventually one day mm-hmm. we will do sections of the john murr trail and i'd like to complete the entire john murr trail you know, in sections with yeah.
1: Some Forrest. with Forrest and some without him.
0: I think it'd be cool to do um all with Forrest. Yeah, but
1: we talked about like doing part of it and then having him be picked up like by your parents or my parents and then we would do it because we want to also do it together, like you and me. That was yeah. like our thing before we got married. That was like one of the biggest things we wanted to do and then I got pregnant, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, right now I only have two weeks of vacation and I'm trying to convince... Both of my jobs to give me three weeks vacation. (laughs) Gosh, because because you are
1: owed it from the world. (laughs) Just kidding. Oh my gosh.
2: (laughs) Next question.
1: Uh, Hey guys, I just listened, started listening to your podcast, and think you're the cutest couple. I was wondering if you have any tips on long distance relationships since you two went through it as well. My current relationship is long distance, and sometimes I have a hard time with it, but I know it'll be worth the wait. He lives in England. So we only get to see each other maybe twice a year. Dang. Dang. That is hard. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be hard. Well, when we did long distance, we got to see each other more than twice a year.
2: Yeah,
0: but we saw each other like
1: three times a year. <laughs> Just six well, times that, a year. The first year when I was in Oregon, we only saw each other twice. I think. No. Three times the whole The whole from until May it I was think?
0: like three months that we didn't see each other,
1: yeah, well, anyways, like the advice for long distance would still be the same if you go like a year without seeing each other or just like a couple of weeks it you just gotta have good communication, I mean that's the relationship advice I would give anybody in any relationship, long distance or not, good communication and honesty and Be clear about your expectations. Yeah, and write letters and make time for each other. Like, be intentional about making time for each other. We had like video chat dates. Like, we had. They were like our date nights, and we would, we would not do anything else that night. That was our plan. We'd like get snacks.
0: Do not cancel on him. That is rude.
1: Oh yeah, on him. Yeah, yeah. Don't cancel. Did I do that? I'm I'm sensing some hostility. I just
0: kind of want to hang out with my roommates tonight, and I'm like
1: cuz oh. they were always like, "Oh, you you never do anything cuz you have to wait to talk to Zach." I was like, "Well, I really love him."
0: They're just jealous.
1: But but also that's another part of it like I would say that don't be only invested in that relationship. You should still like be invested in like the relationships you have with your friends around you and exactly. in your real life. That's important. Just like if too. you were in a
0: real relationship, yeah. your entire life does not revolve around that one person yeah. and you need to have you time, you need to have alone time. But you also need to make that person a priority.
1: Yeah. And you need to, you can't have that person be your only friend because that, then you'll be really lonely in your regular life, you know? So, um, is that all for advice for that?
0: Uh, don't text. That's dumb. Why? I mean, you can text, but not serious conversations because you can't read people's emotions and yeah, thoughts. Yeah, it's easy to o- misread. It's very easy to misread and then there can be a lot that is read between the lines that...
1: That's not there. That's not there. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Um, next question and the final question. What does a typical meal plan look like for y'all? Or I guess, what are some staples that you cook frequently?
0: Peanut butter, jelly, mac and cheese.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, hate to say it, but... Ice cream sandwiches. Um, We... I try to do meal planning. I'm trying to get better at it, but because I, I want no, to. No, Hannah's where good at it. I know, but I'm trying to get better where I use everything that we, we buy. Like, I have multiple uses for everything that we buy, and that it all gets used, you know, and I don't want to have anything to be wasted. But I always get chicken. Like, we always have some kind of chicken thing in the week because I'm good at cooking chicken. That's like the only mean I'm good at cooking besides bacon. <laughs> um,. And but I'm
0: pretty good at cooking steak tri-tip.
1: Okay, we do not have that on a regular basis, though. That is not a regular thing. Oh,
0: this is a regular yeah, thing? Yeah, like a
1: regular basis thing. So, like, during the week, we have... Well, just
0: go through breakfast, then.
1: Okay, bacon, eggs, hash browns. We have avocado that basically every day.
0: Lemon, pepper, garlic, salt. That's yeah. it. Delicious, it's really good. Poached Sometimes I'll make eggs. like
1: an egg scramble if I'm feeling the veggies. But then I almost always have a, a smoothie with it and I make Forrest drink like half of it. Well, don't make him. He steals it from me. And I put tons of spinach in there. So that's a trick. If you want your kids to drink more stuff, make them green smoothies and they'll be like, what? Green's the coolest. I can't believe I'm drinking something green. Yeah. And I then, love spinach. Yeah. I know you do. I also, but Forrest does not.
0: I love spinach. He
1: will not eat vegetables. Well, he likes pickles and he likes broccoli and he likes he likes really weird things. But I have, I, I do the smoothie, you know. All you right, what the about lunch? Real um, quick.
0: Lunch is kind of like an in-between, kind of like a snack meal.
1: Sometimes I'll just have more breakfast food for lunch. Or sometimes I will have like turkey or like a like a lettuce BLT wrap or a yeah, lettuce wrap. Just like random stuff. Um, sometimes it's just snacks. Sometimes it's another smoothie. It just depends. It's like not, I don't care about lunch like at all.
0: Here's something that we always have to have in the fridge. Bacon. Spinach. Yeah, chicken, bread, frozen frozen tortillas, fruit, frozen fruit,
1: juice, juice, coconut milk, milk.
0: coconut milk, almond butter, cheese, uh, hash browns, avocados. Yeah. Apples, bananas. We'll
1: probably do like some... I try to share recipes on here sometimes, but we'll probably do more in depth on like when we talk about budgeting, we could talk about meal planning too. Yeah. So hopefully I'll be good at it by then. Yeah,
0: because we have a specific budget for groceries and for eating out and...
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's all for questions. I'm going to talk about some of my favorite things lately.
0: And then later, I'm going to hopefully record a little song for you guys. It is um what is the song called cigarettes by who's that guy noah
1: gunderson okay i'm gonna talk about my favorite things and
0: then i'll talk about my favorite things later but for now i gotta go buy some groceries for a little taco party Wait, with you're the just high schoolers now? yeah man
1: you need to leave okay so some of my favorite things lately are uh i don't know if you've heard of this this is like a new thing for me like within the last month the Lacroix sparkling water it's in a can and it is they have like it's just like flavored sparkling water and it's only water and a little bit of flavor there's no sugar in it there's no anything it's just that and if you have soda cravings this is like a good thing to have if you want to kick the soda cravings because it gives you well the only thing I like about soda for the most part is like it's refreshing and then it gives you know that like burn in the back of your throat well, that is my favorite part about soda. And I feel like that's a lot of people or maybe nobody at all, but, um, I really like that. So I really like these things because it's very, it's, they are not sweet at all. It's just like a light flavor. Um, and I don't ever want soda. So that's pretty good. I like those a lot. Um, another thing is the Runkeeper app. I'm getting back into running, which I have mixed feelings about, but the neighborhood that we live in is um, I feel I'm a lot safer running in our neighborhood than our previous neighborhood. So I'm going to start running with forest and I'm going to use that app to keep track of that because eventually me and my best friend, Julie are going to run a half marathon together probably in the fall or like in November, I'm guessing. Cause we, we both are like not in the best shape and we both need to get back in the swing of it. So yeah. Um, Oh, okay. Now I'm going to talk about my garden. This is my favorite thing of this week. Me and Forrest. Um, It's weird because Zach's not in here. So I'm literally just like in a room by myself talking. Anyways, so we're renting a house right now. And um, so, and it's like landscaped and everything. So we can't really like dig up the grass and like plant a garden. So we just planted a mini garden and like a bunch of potter, like potter, planters, planters. And so we went to Home Depot and we also went to, um, that one place, the orchard supply store, Osh, Osh. Um, and we got our planters and we got our little plants and we got some seeds. And so we planted blueberries and strawberries and tomatoes, cilantro, basil, mint, uh, bell peppers and hot peppers and so the idea was like berries and then um like a a little salsa garden just to start and it's really fun forrest loves helping me water them every day he has this little yellow watering can and it's just really cute every time his water it's like the smallest one so i have to refill it so many times but every time it's like empty he's like more 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 and he just loves like going to check on the plants it's really cute so that is my very favorite thing of this week because we just did it this week. So, And then another thing is the – it's a cup for toddlers. It's called the Boone Snug, and it is, like, a silicon stretchy lid that goes – you can fit it over, like, basically any cup that it will fit over, you know, because it stretches so it can fit over basically anything. It'll fit over a mason jar, anything. And we got the ones with the straw so that for – his smoothies that I give him and it's really nice. And, uh, I would definitely recommend it. It's different than anything. You could get the cup. It could come with a cup. If you like order it with a cup, I just got it on Amazon cause it was cheaper than getting it at target. And, um, yeah. So if you could get the cup that it comes with, or you could just use cups that you have that you already have, like us, we have like a million sippy cups, Um, And they also have ones that have, like, the sippy cup top, not just, like, the hole for the straw. So, yeah, I would totally recommend those. And, yep, that's it for my faves. So let's see if I can figure out how to turn this thing off. Oh, geez. Um, (laughs) Hopefully he will edit this out. Okay.
0: All right. Well, I did not edit that out because I thought that was funny to leave in there. So, and I'm kind of against editing a lot. I have a couple of recommendations and I want to get to them quick, so maybe, I don't know, it's 9.50, I can record that song. I think I've played it twice, but, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect, it's whatever. The recommendations that I have this week are things that I like. I've got two music recommendations. One is Our Last Night. They're pretty sweet. I've been a fan of theirs for a long time when they were actually in the hardcore scene. Well, I don't want that to sound like a diss. They're still kind of in the hardcore scene, but they're a lot more just rock now. But their covers, which they do many of, are amazing. And I love jamming out in the car to them while I'm driving to and from work and sometimes force fist pumps to them. So check out their covers on Spotify, Our Last Night. My second music recommendation is by a girl called Bishop. You can look her up online. I think her Instagram is that Bishop. And Forrest and I have been digging it. Hannah also likes it. She has two songs out right now, and she's working on an album and some more stuff. I think she just took her stuff off Spotify, and I was kind of bummed. But you can find her on YouTube, and check it out, both of her songs are rad, and they're real catchy, and it's like indie, I don't know, it's like, there's like hip-hop stuff in there, but she sings, and she's got a beautiful voice, and it's awesome, so check that out, the last recommendation, or things that I've been digging lately, is another audiobook, of course, because I love audiobooks, This one is by Peter Walsh, and it's called It's All Too Much. It's a little bit older of a book. It's not like a new release, but it has been very helpful with the move, and I wish I would have listened to it before the move. It talks about kind of setting up your house, setting up the goals that you have for each individual room and agreeing on what the goals of that room are and then trying to make sure that that room meets its goal. It also has some really practical steps on children's rooms and how to minimize and simplify that and how to deal with gifts and things like that. It's just been very helpful, and I really appreciate it. It's well thought out. He has a lot of great information, and a lot of his information, I'd say, would has been polled on various minimalist and simplistic blogs, they kind of pull a lot of their ideas and info from from this book. So check it out, get it from the source, and uh, you they have it on Kindle. Um, they have the paperback or the hardcover, or you can get it on Audible, which is my preferred way of reading books. Now let's see if I can figure out that song. But before we get into the song real quick, I felt like this episode was kind of a downer.
1: Yeah, a little bit. We didn't mean for it to be like that. We just are wanting to, it to be a little eye-opening of how how it's so easy to be so selfish. And it just, it comes really natural because naturally humans are selfish.
0: Yeah, and we're not aware of it very often. And yeah. we don't think that we're better than anyone else. And we're not trying to point out all the flaws of no, humankind. No, we're like
1: more selfish than all of you probably
0: but we, this is just a conversation that we had in the car and we thought that it was worth discussing on the podcast. Yeah,
1: because it was really interesting for me to hear what you had to say about it. and
0: Yeah, and the more you kind of talk about something, the more you learn about it. Because yeah. you're getting all of your thoughts out in the open and it's a little easier to process that way. Mm-hmm. What are some ways that they can kind of take this as an encouraging point, maybe apply it to their lives real quick before the song?
1: Um... Uh, just think of other people first. I don't know. Like it sounds really simple, but it's also not that simple. Because yeah, just
0: put others before yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. That it, it is that simple, but it's not that easy. Right. Is what I mean.
0: Right. Simple solution, hard action.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we can't change culture, so we might just we should just start with ourselves, and then, mm-hmm. um. That, I mean, that's all we can do is change ourselves and mm-hmm. try to be less selfish. Yeah. All right, this song's by Noah Gunderson. We saw him recently, <laughs> and I really liked him. Hannah took me on a surprise date. And so this is his song, Cigarettes, and hopefully I do not screw it up. <laughs> and then we'll have a joke after the sad song, so stay tuned.
2: You're my cigarettes Once you had me You don't have me anymore I don't crave you in the morning Or at the company store I don't use you to escape And my fingers out the door Once you had me But you don't have me anymore But honey you're smooth
1: joke. What is a tree's least favorite month? September. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Oh, um, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share, please. And that is all. No, why did you do that? Zach's like giving me He's like just talking to me with his hands And he blew a kiss And then I said that in the mic And I wish that I didn't because that's so stupid See you later Okay bye (laughs)